When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pineapple Pizza podcast discusses the histories, cultures, and beliefs of regions around the world. These stories often contain mature and sometimes disturbing content that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Pineapple Pizza Podcast, where we serve up slices of mythology, cryptozoology, and urban legends. It's an interesting combination of flavors. Weird, but it works. Today, we have a visiting chef who will be serving up one of their favorites. I'm your hostess, Lindsay, and with me are the wonderful Emily and Ashley. Hey, what's up? Not much. I hope you'll join us in welcoming Alex from Weird Distractions. Hi, it's me, Alex. Alex. I had to do the weirdest, most awkward intro because it's it's the brand. So it is the brand. That's how we roll here. We're all about being strange. Perfect. Well, it's not. I mean, it's it's audio, so it's not like people could have seen you like somersault out of a burning dumpster or something and be like, "It's me." (laughs) I mean, now everyone's gonna assume that every time. They asked me to be on her show, so you need to get a bitmoji of you with that 2020 dumpster. Yes, <laughs> yes. I also need to start stretching because I have the flexibility of a 90 year old man. So. <laughs> you can just fall out of a dumpster, and it's yeah. it's got the same effect. The same thing. The same thing over the side. It actually has the same feeling. Actually, I feel like that was my conception, though, of me just coming into the world, just me falling out of a dumpster and being like, "Hey." It's me. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> I'm arri- I've arrived. We're all about that here. Everybody knows I crawl out of a coffin before we record, and that's okay. So I am allergic. Allergic to light. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. We didn't want to say, but when we record during the day, she's actually wearing like a, a hooded cloak. So <laughs> I love it. 2021 fashion. Why not? <laughs> it's very cultish, but in a cool way. Exactly. I listen. I am a goth bombshell, and that's just all. <laughs> I that reminds me. I actually started following a playlist on Spotify, and I think the title of it is "It Was Never an Emo Phase, Mom," and it has like My Chemical Romance, Follow Boy, Atreyu, Bullet for My Valentine, like all of those like good screamo oh, music. Shit. Oh shit! Yes, so good. So good. Every time I need to remind myself who I am, I just put on that playlist and I feel better. 
Awesome. This is my lifeblood. You always like my weird, like, emo music posts. I do. And that's why we're friends. <laughs> Literally, every time I see them, I'm like, I know what Ashley's talking about. I'm like, a uh, <laughs> random quote from Olivia Rodrigo today? Yes. Like, random quote from My Chemical Romance tomorrow? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Schedule follow boy for Friday. Um, it's superb. Yes. <laughs> Done. Follow Friday. Fallout Friday. Friday. Actually, <laughs> let's be honest, it's Fallout every day of the week because I can't calm down, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right. Well, since I have to ask you questions, because that's what this this thing's all about, why don't you tell us a little bit about your show? Like, when did you and Christy start Weird Distractions and kind of what inspired you to create the podcast? Oh boy, like all good things, it all started with a pandemic, <laughs> to be honest. Um, so Christy and I have been friends for over a decade, and we've always kind of had like a mutual bond over scary movies, true crime, and like anything that most mainstream people would consider to be kind of weird and dark and, you know, macabre and blah, 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 blah. So... When the pandemic hit, we had actually just got back from New Orleans and that trip really kind of justified, not justified it, but kind of solidified our friendship in the sense that we it was the first time we traveled alone, you know, first time of us kind of doing anything kind of together in a really long time because life got in the way, of course. And after that, I was like, you know what? I trust Christy a lot, so much so that I would love to do something with her and that something was podcasting because it's always been something I've wanted to do. And it's always something I thought I could do. And so we were talking and, you know, kind of went back and forth and it just kind of came out. So Weird Distractions is a weekly podcast where we kind of rotate true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal, folklore, kind of this, kind of that, whatever. Um, and each episode kind of starts with Christy and I kind of telling each other what we need a distraction from. If you listen to the show... Christy's distraction has always worked because she mm -hmm. is a workaholic <laughs> and the poor girl works herself to death. And mine is kind of a mix of just like everyday anxiety, work, uh, you know, physical illnesses, kind of stuff like that. You know, all the all the good stuff of being a bordering elder millennial. So, yeah, I that's feel that in my soul. So yes. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of how we we kind of started and it's been now over a year since we've started i think we're at like mm -hmm. episode 66 comes out on july 11th i think and you know it's it's been a fun ride it's been a lot of learning and i'm sure you guys know it's everyone always starts podcasting in the same sense i think of yeah it seems pretty simple and then you start and you're like holy shit, what the hell am I getting myself into? <laughs> that is so true. What am I doing? And ever since then, it's just been like this ongoing learning experience. And it's just been a lot of fun on the way. And I've got to meet some really nice people like you guys. So, you know, it's it's had its huge ups. So, yeah, kind of it in a nutshell. And your episodes come out every Sunday, right? At 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't know why. Just picked 7 a.m. and kind of stuck with that. And we're on uh, Apple, Spotify, Google, I think Stitcher, CastBox. I, we're, I, it's gone to Everywhere. a point. Yeah, I just, I, 
not to be like bad and bougie, but I'm like, oh, you could just Google us. <laughs> I've, I've done it and we come up. So I'm like, okay, we're good. Um, but yeah, if you just Google Weird Distractions podcast, we should come up. And if not, please email us because uh, that's, that's a big concern. <laughs> <laughs> so dear patrons of Pineapple Pizza podcast, after you have listened to our new episodes on Sundays, you need to head right on over and check out Weird Distractions. Please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we've covered what kind of topics you talk about and what when new episodes come out. So what's one episode of yours that you would recommend patrons of our pizzeria check out first? Or what episode of your show has been your favorite? Oh dear God. Um I always I never know how to answer this because to be honest, there's some episodes that I really, really love. I know. <laughs> I feel the just, exact same way whenever yeah. I get asked this question. Mm-hmm. And then there's other episodes that like I almost forget that we've done. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, I listened to this episode. I was like, uh, are you sure that was us? Um, <laughs> I am going to have to say one of my favorite recent um, episodes was the one that actually just came out, which is about Kiera Lee Pasho. So she was a three-year-old um, indigenous girl from Iowa who died, unfortunately, in a fire that took place at her stepmother's motel um, without giving too, too much away because definitely would recommend listening to the episode. Um, but essentially, there's just a lot of murkiness with the case and the family has kind of felt that something more happened Mm-hmm. So that would be probably one of my m- most recent favorite favorite cases. Uh, a couple of other ones that we've covered are the uh, Inboro Vaults. That one was really fun because I just really want to go there so bad. Get me out of this freaking country for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's nice to know that it, that spirit exists elsewhere because... Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like we we just got over a third provincial lockdown here in Ontario and I'm I've already like got my second dose. I'm ready to go. Like I'm dusting off my passport. I'm just waiting for the moment that I can leave and then I'm gone. <laughs> Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> but yeah, in terms of episodes like it's it's so hard, but yeah, I would I'd have to say those are two are my my favorite that I would recommend. Your puka episode was really good too. Oh, I was going to say that too. Ah, quit it. <laughs> oh, the other thank one you. that I really, really like and can't stop thinking about is the one that you guys did on the Yuba County Five. Really? Oh. Yeah, I love that one. It's so Yay. good. Also, thank that case freaks me out anyway. So, <laughs> so it's so creepy because um, I've always. I always had a fascination around the uh, Diet Love Pass. I don't know if I'm pronouncing yep. the yep. Diet Love Pass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. And when I heard about Yuba County Five, I was like, "There's something like it's just the disappearances are always freak me out." And with Yuba County Five, the fact that four of the five bodies were found, and but the fifth one just. No one knows. There was nothing, like literally nothing left. And to this day, everyone's like, oh, he could be anywhere. It's like, come on. We, we it, Yeah, it's one of those unsolved mysteries that keeps me up at night sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have the same thing with that case. So like as soon as I saw 
that episode get posted, I was like, um, I'm sorry, this is what I'll be doing. I'm not going to pay attention <laughs> to my job right now. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's one of those that, yeah, I would love to redo that episode. Well, I'd love to redo most of our earlier episodes because A, our mic quality was pretty bad. I mean, we both spent like maybe 30 bucks on our mics when we started <laughs> and uh, I've always wanted to try and soundproof one of our one of the rooms at my house. I'm getting there. It's just a matter of fixing a couple of things. So I'd love to redo it. Maybe throw in some new information if I can find any. But yeah, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> now this this next one's tough. What is your favorite pizza topping, and why is it pineapple? Oh. Why is it pineapple? <laughs> Actually, I I love pineapple on pizza. Like That's I love good. I I fuck with a Hawaiian pizza a lot. I will Same. have to say though, I'm a sucker for Canadian pizza, which is I don't know if do you guys have that in the states? Like can you, no, no. Are you talking about like Canadian bacon? You're gonna have to explain what that is. So it's cheese bacon. Um, mushroom pepperoni okay and ham sorry almost almost forgot the ham but yeah i'm down with all of it but the mushrooms yeah (laughs) well we know how you feel about mushrooms miss (laughs) i can't do it fair enough fair enough but they're i mean they might be fun guys but they're not for everybody (laughs) i will see myself out have a good night. <laughs> no. You're like my favorite person in the world right now. <laughs> that was so good. I have I have a really bad mushroom joke that I tell to everybody. Do you mind if I tell it on the do we have time? Yes. Oh, no, okay. yes. Alright, so the joke starts as there's this guy one day, he's pulling out weeds from his garden, minding his own business, enjoying his life, doing his thing. And all of a sudden, he goes, he sees this mushroom and he goes to pull it out. And this mushroom starts screaming at him, stop, don't do it, don't do it. Obviously, the guy is startled because it's a, it's a talking mushroom. So he kind of looks at it. <laughs> the mushroom goes, please don't pull me out. I'm a fun guy. I promise I won't take up mushroom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's the joke. (laughs) (laughs) I've told it to so many people. and I get the same response of, oh. (laughs) Oh, no. Those are the best jokes, though. The ones that you know are going to be such flatliners for everybody else. And you're just like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love it, too, because you can just see the look in people's eyes when you're telling it. They're like, "Uh uh-huh, mm-hmm. And then the second that it kind of ends, they're like, oh, God, I'm stuck in a conversation with this bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't leave now. She's told me her most precious joke. (laughs) You cover conspiracies on your show. What is your favorite conspiracy theory and why? Okay. My favorite conspiracy that we've covered, I'm going to have to say the Lost Cosmonauts because I dead ass think that happened. Like there is no, no way that it didn't. So for those who don't know, the Lost Cosmonaut theory 
Um, it's a little the be- the creation of it's a little murky. Like there's a lot of branches that are kind of like ooh, doesn't sound legit. <laughs> <laughs> but essentially. The Soviet Union was trying to beat the U.S. in terms of sending someone to the moon. I mean, the, the Russia is always trying to beat the U.S. and vice versa. Like, there's something going on there. It's like a weird frenemy relationship. Anyways, and in this process of trying to send people to the moon, these cosmonauts were essentially kind of shafted into space, kind of being like, all right, go! And... No one's heard of them since. So essentially the theory is that the Soviet Union is hiding the fact that there's probably a bunch of dead cosmonauts out in space. I believe it because I feel like that's something that could easily be covered up. Slash, it's something that... I mean, it's human error, it's human mistake. And I'm as you guys know, like... We do stupid shit all the time, yeah. right? Especially back then where there wasn't as much tracking. You know, there wasn't as much you know connectivity online so it was really hard to find people that were missing Mm -hmm. you know i i just i think i think i think russia's hiding some shit so oh (laughs) (laughs) so and not just putin's shirts (laughs) (laughs) as he rides in on his majestic tiger yeah Uh, well his ex-wife did not end up with a stolen ass diamond from Harry Winston for no reason, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. By the way, if I get killed tomorrow, it was Vladimir Putin. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you also mentioned that you cover folklore topics, and there's like some really cool folklore creatures out there. So are there any that you personally relate to? Um. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I physically identify with Mothman because I too have a big ass. So <laughs> can you bounce quarters off of it? I mean, I haven't tried, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a loony and hope for the best. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I I just love the concept of. Uh, Mothman. I mean, we covered Owlman. Yeah, we covered Owlman mm-hmm, on... Did. on. I, see, this is what I mean. People are like, yeah, 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 yeah you did. I'm like, oh, blur. I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But in, in similarities, they're kind of the same. I mean, different species, what have you, different areas, locations. They're actually quite different. But uh, I've, I want to cover Mothman at some point. It's just a matter of when. And to be honest, I'd rather wait because I want to kind of go to Point Pleasant Nice, yeah. A, to explore and investigate, and B, because I just want to feel that statue and just see if it's legit. Because I... (laughs) Will you you be installing a life-size statue of yourself right next to Mothman so we can compare booties? I mean, I think I have to at this point. I think she just needs to bring a step stool and then just, like, stand next to Mothman... And then yeah, just and then just do a profile <laughs> shot next to each other. But will the step stool be two and a half times? Like <laughs> <laughs> With the little shoes. <laughs> With the little shoes. 
I just want to know if his butt is like as patinaed as I'm imagining it is from people just like caressing See, it. You know what I mean? Like that's what I need to. I need to know what he's working with to see if I actually am also you know what I mean like are we on the same squat regime are we doing the same thing if not do I need to change does he need to change like do you need to break out the Jane Fonda like exactly who knows? dust off the VHS <laughs> like warmers and all get get your grandma's thigh master no oh god I wonder if there are people listening to this that are like, what the fuck is a VHS? <laughs> oh, um, I'm sure. There definitely are based on... Oh, no. based, listen, based on the fact that I've mentioned VHS tapes. Now, this was a couple years ago when I was still a TA. But I've mentioned them to, like, college freshmen and they're like, what? Oh, so, no. that's oh. a thing now. That's a whole last thing. I was like, you get out of here, you young son of a bitch. <laughs> How dare you be so young and uneducated. <laughs> okay, I have a couple more questions to get through and then you can tell your story, I promise. So most people, like all of us, have one case that was kind of like your gateway drug into true crime. So do you have one? And if you do, what is the case? that you had to like wipe your nose afterwards and be like I am here (laughs) (laughs) I am sits up I am here I am now I am now living this is my life now (laughs) to be to be honest I always think about this because I I a I always think I'm gonna be asked this question I'm like I always need to prepare myself for this and I never actually come up with an answer my ADHD brain goes from like one segment to another um growing up my dad and i watched a lot of law and order svu and like the og csi and stuff so i felt like that was kind of like my segue into true crime in terms of my first case where i was like holy shit this is this is fascinating like i i want to know so much more Mm -hmm. it's gonna sound cliche but hh holmes Yes. That that entire thing, everything about it and everything about him. Um, I'm actually reading The Devil in the White City. That's such a good book. I I l- actually am really liking it so far. I wasn't sure because it's it's kind of a weird layout. It's like half him yeah, and then um, half yeah, but it's it's yeah. really good. Um, but yeah, he was definitely one of those first kind of serial killers. I was like, oh wow, like I want to know more about this, and then it kind of. You know, it got bad after that. I was like, well, yeah. now I need to know everything. So, yep. um, kind of kind of that. And then with, for Christy, I think it was kind of the same. Because I've, I've asked her this numerous times. So I was like, so like, what true crime case is like your kind of thing? She's like, I don't know. I watch a lot of Criminal Minds. I think that kind of started everything. <laughs> <laughs> for us, it was kind of like the fictional stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Spencer Reed was probably a lot of people's gateway drugs, so oh. there's no shame in that. Between him and Morgan, I uh, oh, oh my my little heart is just pitcher patcher pitcher patcher. All of flutter. So let's say you were going to make a summoning circle. Go there in your mind. That's right, I did this, and I'm not sorry. <laughs> Ashley's just like. 
Yes, bitch. We're going there. Psychologically <laughs> revealing questions? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what three items should we place inside of it to summon you? Oh, God. Um... Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. If you would ask my coworkers, they would say pizza pops because I went through a pizza pop phase when I first started working in an office where I just buy pizza pops and like store them and they'd be mine and no one would (laughs) fucking touch them. (laughs) I've heard of cake pop. What's a pizza pop? Oh my, Do, do you guys not have them in the States? No. I mean, are they not just like those little pizza bite thingies that you put in the microwave? Those are big. Well, the, we call them those bagel are pizza bites. Pillows. Oh, pizza, pizza pillows. pillows. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is what we call those pizza pillows. Is what I'm All thinking right. of. So pizza pops are kind of like small panzerottis, essentially. Oh, they're like little cannolis. Yeah. Oh, calzones. Okay, okay. They're like little yeah, calzones. Yeah. Oh, they are mini calzones. Ben Wyatt would love those. <laughs> yep. So <laughs> Yes, he would. Somewhere fictional Ben Wyatt's like, yes, I'm going to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> little Canadian flag just like, here I come, pizza pops. <laughs> so definitely pizza pops. Uh, I am... A sucker for Starbucks cold brew coffee. Yes, it's it's, it's really it's really bad, guys. Um, <laughs> it's really bad, and I'd have to say probably I'm a sucker for cats. I have a cat at home, not with me because I'm dog sitting, but I have a cat at home. So like any animal, really, cats preferably, but just pizza pops, cold brew, cats, sold. Summon me. I'm here. <laughs> Consider it done. (laughs) Do you often find that you need a distraction from everyday life? Do you like true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal stories, and other weird, dark tales? Well, tune in and turn up Weird Distractions Podcast, where we, your hosts, Christy and Alex, bring you a weird distraction to help you get through the work week. Every Sunday morning, you can find our show on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Good Pods, and more. So grab a snack, get comfy, and make sure to lock those doors. Need a distraction? We We got got you. Well, that was the last of our probing questions. So the final question is, what's the special you selected to feature today? And why did you choose it? Oh, all right. Well, I have chosen to to discuss the Gangonger, which I have Jolly Phonics because it is some form of Scandinavian. I'm not sure what exactly. But the reason why I chose this is because, A, I found it in one of my... uh, books that I bought for podcasting. It's like a folklore book. I'll show you guys or I'll send nice. you a picture of it. And um, because actually my dad's side of the family is Norwegian. So okay. I am very fascinated with like Scandinavian Norwegian culture. Um, I literally have Norwegian on my back as a tattoo, not just Norway on my back. Plot <laughs> <laughs> twist. I am, I am Atlas for Norway. <laughs> The entire country is on my back right now. (laughs) I don't mean to brag, but uh, the reason why I'm sweaty, I'm carrying an entire country on my back. (laughs) Working extra hard. Yes. So... (laughs) 
Uh, as mentioned, uh, stemming from our friends in the Scandinavian countries, which Sweden, Norway, Denmark, you know, the good ones. Uh, and trace back to the days of the Viking, the Gangonger has often been referred to as kind of similar Similar to a poltergeist, but with like a really weird twist, which is also on brand because everything has to be fucking weird. Mm -hmm. It kind of has a little bit of like a zombie vibe to it. So it's a ghost. It's considered a ghost, but has zombie characteristics. Are you with me? Yes. Yeah. Following. So, for example, according to the Astonishing Legends website, uh, the word gone. Oh, sorry. Gang-gonger is a combo of the words again, while the word ganger apparently means foot or walker. Mix that all together and you have walking again, which if you add some morbidality to it, could mean walking after death. Okay. Are they white walkers? I knew you were going to say that. I I fucking knew it. (laughs) We need some dragon glass. (laughs) <laughs> I I have a confession before I continue. You're gonna say you haven't You've seen Game of Thrones. I've never seen Game of Thrones. Actually, that's a lie. I've seen about like five minutes into it, and it was just like a big old sex scene. And I was like, "Well, this isn't what I expected." Well, that could be basically <laughs> any episode that you watch. <laughs> I know. My boyfriend was really into it, and he's like, well, we should watch an episode and start. I'm like, I am physically uncomfortable. I am going to watch Family Guy upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> well, and depending on what episode you watched, it could have made you even more uncomfortable because it could have been sex between siblings. So... Twincest. Yeah. Twincest. Yeah. So, yeah, no, but uh, anyways, back to our good old gangonger. No uh, no incest, hopefully, that I have <laughs> in my notes, at least. If anyone has uh, any other information, please email Pineapple Pizza Podcast with details. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to get some really good emails. Really fucked up. <laughs> I'm not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So, as mentioned, this Gangonger, or the Gangonger, has a little bit of a zombie vibe to it. And I say that because apparently they're known to be completely corpial. So, like, they, you kind of... It's weird because they're not see-through, typically. I don't know why. I don't know... I don't know. Corporeal? Yeah. They sound kind of like Revenant-esque. <laughs> actually, that's a lot a lot of uh, a lot of what I read actually pointed yeah. to that. And basically, I cuz I had to google it cuz I'm not going to lie. I swear I'm somewhat smart. I do have a degree somewhere, but uh, I I I looked at that word. I was like, "What the fuck is corporeal?" <laughs> I'm barely probably saying it. You don't it right. use it all the time, right? It's okay. What, exactly. Words are very difficult and we are not good at them here, so it's totally understandable. <laughs> Remember, English is where we really shine. Yes. Perfect. True. But uh yeah, essentially it it kind of looks like a muscly being, so essentially a, a physical person without the skin. Ew, I hate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Which it's weird because typically it gets known as a spirit. But typically spirits are see-through. Like there's yeah. no physical being to it. It's either a shadow figure or an apparition. So it's not, I don't know. I don't know what the f- 
what what's going on in uh, some of these Scandinavian countries, but uh, making some solid spirits, I can tell you that for free. It does kind of sound White Walkery so far, it so does, that's pretty yeah. cool. That gives yeah. me like an image <laughs> up here, at least. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so we all know the typical way in terms of how most people become ghosts or spirits, but some may wonder how one becomes a gangonger. Similar to the common ghost method, those who die by murder or suicide or by complete accident apparently are susceptible to become a gangonger. And like most ghost lore, those who leave the living world with something undone can also be susceptible. So essentially, it's very it's it's basically the same as a ghost, but we'll get to it. There's a little bit of a a little revengey twist to it, so to speak. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Color Ashley intrigued. <laughs> yeah. Ashley's like, hello, I have entered the chat. What's good? <laughs> Listen, I know what I'm about and I'm not ashamed. So <laughs> I am here for chaos and violence, damn it, and I'm not leaving till I get it. I have chosen violence. <laughs> I wake up every morning choosing violence. <laughs> Speaking of choosing violence, some legends claim that the Gangonger is a violent-natured spirit, often coming back to torment family, friends, and to be honest, whoever the hell they feel like it. Um, Referred to as being revenge-motivated, the Gangonger allegedly will mostly attack at night while their victims are sleeping, aka when they're the most helpless and susceptible, I guess. I don't know. Uh, Or make their attacks nearby mountains or bodies of water. I'm not sure why exactly, other than the fact that Scandinavian countries are full of mountains, bodies of water, the set. I'm assuming it's just based on geography. I could be very wrong, but take a stab in the dark. There are those beliefs that moving bodies of water and certain types of stone lend themselves to increased energy. Exactly. energy, so. Could could be something like that. Could be. I learned that from Zach Baggins. So, yeah, I, I believe it. Anything he says, I'm like, mm-hmm, sounds right. Sure, why not? <laughs> Go for it. Your hot topic genes agree with you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the amount of days I just want to wear all black and talk like this, because then maybe, just maybe, I'll get my own ghost hunting show is like every day. So... <laughs> We'll let you know how it turns out. There you go. <laughs> Come fight me, ghost. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you. Oh my god, what was that? Yeah. Oh my god, Aaron. <laughs> Aaron, go into that deep hole where it says gateway to hell. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> we'll see you in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> we just sent Aaron into a hole. Do you think he'll survive? wonder what will happen <laughs> <laughs> oh i love ghost adventures it's a shame we i'm so envious of the states because you guys get discovery plus and we haven't gotten it yet it's like slowly making its way fingers mm-hmm. crossed knock on anything wood whatever i i just want it so bad because a it's a good place to get research it's a good place to get research and b i just miss seeing zach and aaron <laughs> and her awful relationship anyways. <laughs> horribly abusive relationship. Yeah, they're, they're borderline toxic friendship. Yeah, I miss that. <laughs> so, uh, as mentioned, the Gangonger uh, typically attacks at night or near bodies of water, mountains, what have you. 
When it's attacking at night, it actually will enter the victim's room. And it the way that it attacks people is it's so funny because you're like, oh, it's this like scary zombie ghost like thing. It's gonna be like horrific. There's gonna be stabbing and decapitation, whatever. Plot twist. Um, they actually pinch the victim <laughs> and then leave. They're like, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally, I picture like, you know, in very corny movies where the old grand the old grandma will come up to you and be like, oh, sweetie, on your cheek. I pictured that, but like a, a half zombie ghost doing it. <laughs> it totally makes me think of when siblings get really irritated with each other, but they can't punch each other because yep. they know they'll get in trouble. So they just poke each other really hard. They're like, fuck you, man. Yeah. I'm going to get you good. It's like, oh, no. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'm terrified. <laughs> or you just do what all the really smart people do, which is you hit them first when they haven't done anything because it's always <laughs> the person that retaliates. That gets it always off. gets in trouble. <laughs> oh, I'm Very just, true. I'm just picturing some, like, giant skinless being, like, coming over the edge of someone's bed and then just giving you, like purple nurple really quick and then like running away <laughs> oh my god basically it yeah. yeah I hope someone like if you have any listeners that are artistes if they could draw that just like a sausage <laughs> of a being just like purple nurpling someone <laughs> just like yeah that just like goes away gotcha <laughs> <you> good <laughs> What is that old, it's, is it Peter and the Wolf where it's like, da, 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 Yeah, that's Peter and the Wolf. Peter and the Yes, I love it. So when this person, aka the sleeping victim, wakes up, they will reportedly find a blue spot where they were pinched. Never referred to as a bruise, but rather a sign that sickness and death is coming. Some reports claim that this spot will sometimes cave in, so like the skin will cave Ugh. in to your body, and eventually the person becomes so sick that they eventually die. Sorry, Todd. Sorry about your <laughs> sorry about your nipples. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Oh god. Just, it's a medical condition. Don't look. Just like yeah. sink in. Anti nipples. <laughs> the yeah. When I read that, I was like, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) Once again, Scandinavian countries, you good. (laughs) The act of this deadly pinching is referred to as Dagnatniknit, which allegedly, in a very loose translation, means dead man's pinch. So, needless to say, don't like that. (laughs) Although revenge motivated, according to the Astonishing Legends website, the Gangonger can make any living being a target. So, like, we're all fucked. No one's safe. <laughs> <laughs> we're all screwed. Might as well just put our arms out and get pinched. Uh, although they may go around and pinch people at random, there's another pretty alarming way that they actually attack the living. This actually gave me anxiety reading um because apparently the gangonger will randomly touch people whether it's like brushing up beside it just petting it i don't know just touching people and essentially if you get touched by a gangonger you will all of a sudden become so sick that you die it's almost like similar to getting a virus if someone coughs on a door handle and you touch it you know what i mean like it's yeah 
So based on what I've read, it seems as though symptoms from being touched by a gangonger almost appear to mock real life diseases that we encounter all the time. Not sure if any current gangongers are spreading COVID-19, but if they could stop, that would be superb. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I was going to say, they probably have had a real uh, rough patch lately with yeah. no one no one being out. And they're just like, I can't pinch anybody. Lockdowns are really causing a problem in the gangonger community, let me tell you that. <laughs> so bored. Yeah, I just picture REM, everybody hurts, playing in the background somewhere, and they're just like, hmm. <laughs> You want to pinch me? No. That's fine. No. That's okay. I'll just wait. I'm fine. Someone should come by around soon. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll go to North America. They don't want to wear masks there. <laughs> I hear Texas is, uh, is the place to go. <laughs> we'll go to Alabama. Uh, Texas and Florida. Georgia. We'll go to, we'll go to Louisiana. Ooh. They're nice there. It's nice there. I heard Bourbon Street's really fun. Wow. I think we're going to end up insulting every state in the union. (laughs) I mean, I'm not from the states, so I can say whatever. It's okay. I'm in one right now, and I don't super love it here either, but I'm not going to insult it because I don't want it to turn on me. Fair enough. (laughs) And to be fair, Canada is also kind of a shithole, so like it's... I mean, the only thing we have is pizza pop, so it's it is what it is. And poutine, and poutine, yes, and poutine. That's a good and point. Kin- and Kinder Surprise eggs, which I was reminded a couple oh, weeks ago yeah. that you guys don't have because they're yeah, highly. Do. You do? Mm-hmm. What? We, we have like we don't have the real deal though. We oh. have like the 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 store name, no name brand version of Kinder eggs. The Walmart brand. We have Walmart brand Kinder eggs. <laughs> it's okay. You know, the other thing we're also not allowed to have here is lawn darts, but you can buy as many guns as you want. <laughs> I thought you were going to say free health care, but like... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we don't have that. They do. And, yeah. you know, it just tracks that instead of giving us something cool like health care, they'd be like, take away the That'll fix them. That'll that'll keep them out of the hospitals. They're fine then. (laughs) Because now they can just shoot everything that wants to kill them. What was that voice? I don't know. I teleported to the south somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay's in Texas. We've lost her. Lindsay. Lindsay, is your husband also your cousin? (laughs) Oh, God. Nope, got the blood test right here. (laughs) There's a couple branches in between. (laughs) Please don't edit this out. Okay, I can't breathe. We're good. Oh my god. (sighs) All right. So, I don't know how to protect yourself from incest, but I can tell you how you can potentially protect yourself from a gangonger um, in today's episode. So, <laughs> you might be sitting there wondering, how do I protect myself from this Scandinavian zombie ghost-like creature? Because, same. I mean, I barely leave my house, but same. Uh <laughs> For starters, those who may have been potentially touched by a gangonger and do pass away need to be buried with a specific runic inscription written inside the coffin. The inscription reportedly reads, and this is translated into English, it makes zero sense to me, so sorry. 
For Burgina, the brother carved ruins, my dear sister, spare me. I bet if you were inbred, you'd understand what that meant. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, oh no, why are you there? Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. It's too bad the solution isn't just to put a picture of Bucky Barnes on it. (laughs) Okay, I was thinking of that too. I was like, do I just throw the Bucky Barnes poster from Tiger Beat in there or just Just leave it? I mean, that's probably terrifying enough to scare it away, right? Like, he'll murder you, and it'll be horrible. Exactly. So apparently, this is one way to essentially make sure that someone who has been touched by a Gengonger doesn't come back as said Gengonger, because that can also happen. So that's also fun. That's a that's a fun, you know, equation to uh, have to worry about on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Another way to make sure that a former Gengonger does not come back or come and cause havoc is essentially people would bury those suspected to have been pinched by the church, a local church wall. It doesn't say which church, it just says a local church wall. So it kind of seems a little bit kind of on the nose of religion once again. It doesn't specifically say what religion you need to try and bury the un- or bury the dead nearby. I'm going to let people assume what they will or do further research because it didn't say Christianity or you know anything really, um, but some ac- accounts claim that you also have to carry said coffin over a church wall. So not only do you have to bury the thing beside a church wall, you have to carry it. We're not skipping arm day at all. So you have to have like an advanced pulley system <laughs> over the well, wall. Yeah, <laughs> in the United States. In the Scandinavian countries, it might be a little easier. The load's a little lighter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. They get out their little uh, one-and-a-half toddler step stool and just hand it over the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeet it it over the wall? They yeet it over the wall. (laughs) Go on, Charlie. She's like, you got this. (laughs) (laughs) So... Another way to essentially make sure that a Gengonger doesn't come back from the grave, aka protect yourself from having to deal with that mess, is you apparently have to place a pile of twigs and stones where the person had died suddenly or violently, which will allegedly stop any bad luck or negative energy from potentially manifesting further and allowing the Gengonger to come back to life. I don't buy this shit. (laughs) well because to me it's like well if someone dies suddenly in like a fire or something how like i don't i mean or not a fire i i guess maybe more of like a a car accident or something in the middle of the road you can't just put a pile of that's gonna cause another car accident right i don't don't know it just it, it it was odd to me definitely fits the weird mentality uh some may wonder what to do though if you do encounter Gengonger face-to-face, aka a literal nightmare of a situation, according to a Tumblr post, because good old Tumblr, uh, by user They Hide in the Dark, there have been claims that you can kill a Gengonger with a sword. Which we all have laying around. Yes, yes, absolutely. exactly. My next point literally was, I'm not sure if a regular butter knife would work, because your girl's not packing heat in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but I mean, 
if you see a sword on sale, it might not be a bad idea to get it, because you never know. Solid investment if you're in Scandinavia. Well, exactly, right? Uh, <laughs> some other... <laughs> Go to the local swords swordsmith. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying I have a sword, but I'm also, n- <laughs> also not saying I don't have a sword. Ashley's just like, all right, how do I avert from the fact that I constantly choose chaos without telling them? Not saying I definitely have one, but I'm also not denying it. So that's that's what's known as a CIA yes. Uh, a couple more um, avoidance tips, once again, for the Game Gonger include... Wear and decorate your home with a symbol with some form of religious symbol. Most often I saw was the cross, which fair enough. Cross that shit up, put them around your neck, ears, toes, I don't know where, just everywhere. Uh, lock your doors and windows because they are meaty spirits. So That's true. From what I've gathered, they're not oh <laughs> It's because she said meaty isn't an M. I just <laughs> pictured it like slamming into a door. <laughs> <laughs> that sticky wet sound as it hits the door. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Another tip that I came up with was maybe don't murder people. Because once again, to avoid a gang gonger, maybe don't create a gang gonger situation, you know, if you just don't stab people. <laughs> Emily's just so upset. She's like, oh, man. What, I mean, what if, what if you kind of need to murder somebody <laughs> at some point in life like do it right situation. next to a church wall yes there you go there and you make go. sure you are stretched out you are ready to eat that motherfucker over the wall <laughs> see Just there you go have I'm... a step ladder ready to go <laughs> some of us might not need a step ladder you'll definitely need one though because <laughs> It's just because you're fun size. There's nothing in How tall are you? Short. I am not tall. I'm short. Okay. How? What? What is your height? I am five feet short. Okay. Because I'm. I think I'm like five foot two, five foot three. You're a monster. You're so much taller. I'm holding on to that information for the rest of my life. Thank you for that. It's okay because everyone here is taller than Ariana Grande when she doesn't have shoes on. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Fun fact. (laughs) Um, And my, my last, my last suggestion, which is going to be hard because we all choose violence every single day is to essentially not piss people off right before they die. So don't be a dick, essentially. Man, we are going to so fail at this. (laughs) But I wanna! (laughs) I only wanted to go to Norway if I could be an asshole, and now I can't, so what's the point? Because Norway's like, damn, we're missing out on that goodness. (sighs) Ah, jeez. We lost three more Americans. Damn it. (laughs) And one sassy ass Canadian who is gonna be a dick. Listen, I know that it might not seem like a big loss, but trust me, it is Norway. It is. is. We bring a lot to the table. (laughs) There are some other variants of the gang gonger that I also wanted to kind of shine a little bit of a light on. 
it seems as though the more commonly known ghostly like creature from our fellow Scandinavian countries, such as Denmark, Sweden, and Norway, is the Drager, which I had a hard time jolly fawning singing it because it sounds like Draker, which reminds me of drag queens. Um, <laughs> but not the same, definitely not the same thing. Uh, the Drager is similar to the Gangonger in the sense that it's an undead creature. It's not necessarily a ghost, but another kind of like meaty ghost, so to speak. A little bit more substance. A little bit of solidity. Solidity? Is that even a word? Solidity? solidity? Yeah. 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 Okay. Solidity. I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. A little more solid. Yeah. There's some, solid. There's some chonk on those bones. <laughs> a chonky ghost, if you will. A beefcake, if you may. <laughs> <laughs> or a beef jerky. <laughs> Just a thick slice of beef jerky. That's Ugh. what the drinker is. Mmm, <laughs> <Ugh>. salty. <laughs> no, don't ruin. Listen, don't ruin salt. How dare you? How dare you? You've piqued my arteries' interest. Continue. <laughs> Listen, ruin all the jerky that you want. That's fine, but don't take away salt. It's in everything, and I need it. <laughs> So the Drager is similar to the Gangonger in the sense that they're both thick with three C's. And I'm not sure if the Drager has the same ability to pass diseases like the Gangonger. It's to be, I'm going to be completely transparent. There's only so much information about both of them out there. And some of it kind of overlaps one another to the point where it's like, oh my God, are they the same thing? But in reality, they're for what I've gathered, they're not. They're, they do have some differences, being that the Drager seems to kind of have more of like a pop culture <laughs> like situation going on. It's in a lot of like video games and TV shows, this, that, and the other. Whereas the Gangonger seems kind of like the old dated spirit that no one really talks about anymore, which is kind of sad. Um, so pour one out to the Gangonger because it's had its time and it's, it's kind of fading away to the background. So. Aww. It's like the Britney Spears. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> Those are fighting words, Miss Lindsay. <laughs> Sorry. I am part of the free Britney. It's Britney. It's Britney. <laughs> I'm not saying she shouldn't be free. <laughs> I'm saying she's not as relevant anymore because she was super big way back when. True. That's what I meant. Not like, oh, conservatorship. <laughs> True. So, another variant from the Gangonger folklore, specifically one from Sweden, good old Sweden, uh, it apparently, it's it's another kind of similar but not similar thing kind of going on here. Uh, this one apparently is a little bit more transparent, and it's referred to as the ghast. I did see one full-out... Swedish name for it, so I apologize to any Swedish listeners that are like, no, it's actually called um, because when I le- looked at it, I was like that looks like a lot of words I'm not going to try and say. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I can relate. Yeah. I, I feel like I've offended many people today on this episode, so I'm going to just <laughs> leave the Swedish people alone. <laughs> I love your meatballs. <laughs> I love your Ikea. I love your Ikea, your furniture, and your meats. So, as mentioned, the gas is apparently been reported as being more transparent, sometimes skeletal, though. 
Oh. So it's not meaty, but it's it can either be transparent or skeletal, which is, once again, the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> can you not just be transparent? Yeah. <laughs> In some way, shape, or form, because it's the whole skeletal meat mixture kind of freaks me out. Uh, but... In a weird, creepy twist, sometimes the ghast is known to have fangs and claws. So kind of think of it similar to like a vampire-ghost hybrid. Okay. Don't like that. No. Yeah, it's... Mm. Oh, no, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, once again, is choosing chaos. <laughs> this one's my favorite so far. I just want to be very clear. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so- some things I read point to the gas being responsible for disease spreading, similar to the gang gonger. However, it wasn't really consistent. Like on one website, it said like, "Oh yeah, like it passes diseases." On the other, it was like, "No, it just fucking kills people." So it's it, you know, it's it's tomato tomato potato potato kind of situation. Um, it also wasn't clear if the disease spreading was more of the gas or the gang gonger gang gonger because some of it. Like I said before, a lot of the information was just really mixed in together mm-hmm. and didn't necessarily, it wasn't clear for my little mind to understand. <laughs> so That's when I was reading it, I was like, so who's passing COVID? Like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. <laughs> Tag teaming. Is it one? Yeah, exactly. Uh, there seem to be other variants of the gang gonger as well. I didn't want to go into it go into those ones too deeply because I also don't want to cover so many different variants and then you guys maybe want to cover it later on just not the other so I thought eh we'll just cover the drager and the ghast and uh, call it kind of call it a day there but to kind of summarize the game gonger because it is just a really weird ghost zombie creature uh, that we don't really hear about in modern day anymore. They've apparently kind of seemed to shift kind of almost into the background of folklore tales. Once again, even doing my research, a lot of it was poet like positioned back in the Viking days. I tried to look into stories of the Gangonger, uh, tales, like any anything really. And there really wasn't. It was just more of like, this is it. And it came <laughs> from the Viking days. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. that. And it's like, oh. I, I I don't... Okay, cool. Um, great. <laughs> yeah, well, when it goes back that far, it just tends to be the case that a lot of it was oral and never written down. So mm-hmm. you end up with whatever did end up getting written down left over at the end of the day and not so much of the individual tales. Exactly, exactly. And then of that, what has been translated into English so that you can read it because a lot of the the stories that may be out there are probably yeah. in a, on a foreign speaking website that you can't read. That's so. true, especially with Old Norse, actually, especially with mm-hmm. Old Norse. Yeah. Which was the language of the Vikings, so. Totally agree in that sense because I find a lot of the folklore that we try to cover, like even the puka. A lot of it seemed like there was a lot of information out there, but in the same sense, the translations were always a little bit off. Yeah. And it just always seemed like there was always a little twist, which I feel like that's kind of the great thing about folklore um, and why I like mm-hmm. your guys' show so much because there's always like a little like weird, like, okay, but then this person said this or this part of it isn't like the same as this. Like, there's always some kind of like onion layer being revealed mm-hmm. and it just <laughs> makes it so much more interesting. 
even if you know you're someone like me who likes a little bow on everything and likes everything to be resolved <laughs> it's great <laughs> i didn't have anxiety covering this at all even though i picked it and was like yeah guys i'm so excited oh we've i feel like we've all been there at one point or another and we'll yeah. like text each other about it i like more than once now have been like i am definitely covering this topic and I'll say it really confidently and then when we go to record I'm like I did a different thing than the thing that I said <laughs> whoops listen it happens it's really hard because a lot of stuff doesn't get trained like especially with the no. really old languages it either you don't have access to a good translation of it into English or you have things that are translated, but you have fragments of stuff, and yeah. it's not the whole yeah. thing. Exactly, exactly. And I think that is kind of what's happened to the Gangonger, even the Dragger or the Gas. Like, regardless of kind of the mismatch, mismatched information, what we do know is that they're all fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we didn't want to come in contact with any of them because essentially you've got this hybrid physical creature that has the possibility of literally just touching you and to kill you on top of the disease spreading which I found also interesting because I I don't know which other culture it is but there is there's something ah there's something out there where essentially they don't think that diseases and colds spread like they we scientifically know they do but they actually spread through souls and like spirits and stuff like that Hmm. so I I find that really fascinating because I mean we can't physically see it. Like, if I cough on someone, you might see some spit, but that's about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's because they're so juicy. <laughs> maybe they're not actually pinching people. Maybe they're giving them, like, wet willies and introducing oh things that way. Oh, my God. <laughs> yep. I'm going to have a nightmare. <laughs> yep. Just, like, with their meat stick fingers, just... Now I'm, like, going to cover my head even harder under a blanket (laughs) just in case a ghost wants to give me a wet willy. So, these ghost-vampire-zombie-disease-spreading hybrids are not to be fucked with. I think that's kind of the lesson we've learned today. Yeah. And just a reminder that you shouldn't go around murdering people or being associated with anyone's unfinished business. Because you never know what they might come back as. And if you do decide to piss somebody off and they die, Ashley, I'm looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) It's fair. It's fair enough. Just remember to grab a butter knife or some religious memorabilia and you should potentially maybe be fine. You might be fine. And that's the gang gonger in a nutshell. In a weird nutshell. It's cool because one of them is kind of like a gombi, and the other one is kind of like a gampire. So yeah. we've got all kinds of good shit happening. It's a hybrid. Uh, I'll do a quick shout out of my resources because once yeah. again, without them, I wouldn't have been able to say any of this today. <laughs> I would have just been sitting here trying to pitch salt pizza and <laughs> sweating. So shout out to the Astonishing Legends website for Gangonger by Astonishing Legends Podcast. Google translates y'all my MVPs here because <laughs> who my Norwegian is barely existent. Uh, 
and I don't even know if half of it was Norwegian, let's be real here. Anyways, uh, the book Superstitions, a handbook of folklore, myths, and legends from around the world by D.R. McElroy by Wellfleet Press. The Central Times article, Folklore Friday, Part 5, The Gang Gonger by Alexis Smith on December 13th, 2019. Mask of Reason website by Andrew Black. Bronx High School of Science paper, because I read someone's high school paper. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Which was uploaded by user Ra- Rabana? Romana1. They didn't have an actual name. It was just a username. So sorry if I butchered that. And... The Tumblr post by user They Hide in the Dark, which was posted on October 10th, 2016. The Revenant Facts website, villains.fandom.com. And finally, the Ian Smith SC, CSE, dyslexia kicking in there, .co.uk. That's all I got. Nice. <laughs> Thank you for letting me spew all that information at you guys and causing you to have, you know, meat nightmares and meat sweats <laughs> it wasn't my intention but i'm glad we made it here <laughs> i loved it i did Listen, too there weren't any clowns in it so i'm happy that's for next time sorry yeah i <laughs> Lindsay's already done that to me before it's oh no <laughs> well, and no teeth there weren't teeth yeah that's yeah I, there weren't i can't talk teeth. with teeth Mm-mm. as someone that has had multiple uh, cavity fillings, root canals, and braces, and teeth removed. I don't fuck with teeth yeah. <laughs> at all. I have also had all of those things, so yes, I can I can relate to that. Love genetics. <laughs> My genetics are great. I'm basically inbred already. So yeah, here's the thing: if you didn't say it, if you didn't say it, I was gonna be like, could be worse. Could have those web fingers. They are separated, people. Oh my god! It all circles back to incest. It does. Always or balls. Yes, incest or balls is always like I mean a subtext on this show. Yes, fair enough. I should have known when I came. I should have known. I should have known. Yeah, (laughs) what I was getting myself into. (laughs) Listen, as soon as someone finds a way to backdoor Game of Thrones into the conversation, (laughs) you can't just expect us to not bring it up. I was gonna say Emily was like right on it as soon as I was talking like within the first like I think three points you're like it's kind of like a White Walker right and I'm like I know that's a Game of Thrones reference but fuck yep it's fine it's kind of like uh if there were a big elephant in the room and we're all just supposed to pretend it's not there but we can't do that because no one here is subtle so but this is that big elephant that's doing its sister in the room I'm going to be honest with you. I'm really proud of you for going there. (laughs) Just went full flowers in the attic here tonight, didn't we? Oh, God. I'm getting, like, horrible Romanoff family tree flashbacks. Oh, no. No, no. Don't marry your first cousin. Don't. (laughs) Just say no. Just say no. Well, shall I start closing up the restaurant or do we want to share something good do we want to share something good yeah we can do a good thing if anyone has good things yeah and then alex you'll have to tell us again where everybody can find you mm-hmm. okay okay um who wants to go first for the good thing i'm trying to think of things but i honestly am blank oh i have an idea what's your what? idea what 
Why did we need to be distracted today? What was our need for distraction? Oh, yeah. Okay. We're going to do I've that. see what you did there. <laughs> so my need for a distraction is that tomorrow I have to go to a barbecue at my boss's place with my team. Mm. And one of my team members is very, like, I would say our entire team is very open-minded. We're, you know, liberal NDP, what have you. That might mean nothing to you guys. I don't know. Politics are weird. Anyways, um, he's very, this coworker is very right-winged. Yeah. Mm. And my boss said, BYOB. Oh, (laughs) no. Oh, no. LOL, things are going to be fun. I can't wait to hear about my coworkers' racist, sexist, misogynistic, disgusting points of view. Well, I'll give you the recording for this and you can just play it for them. There you go. Perfect. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's my distraction. How about you you guys? What do you guys need distracted from? Um, mine's easy. I have to go back to work tomorrow, and I don't want to, because I never no. want to, because I hate it. And since I was off, I was off Friday, and then our holiday was yesterday, since it's mm-hmm. a Sunday, and then I took off today. So I'm probably going to be crying within an hour and a half of clocking in. Oh. Yeah, that is a good need for distraction. Yeah, a thousand percent. That sucks. Hopefully, fingers crossed, knock on wood, it doesn't go as bad. I hope not, but I'm not going to hold my breath. (laughs) Uh, My need for a distraction is the fact that even though I did have a long weekend, it was with my in-laws, so my in-law and my, Uh. my husband's family. And mm. I always need a little bit of a detox after after that. So fair enough. I feel you on that one. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Y'all are great people. <laughs> I need some me time. Twenty Go cities away. away. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Em? Oh, my need for distraction. I have a, quite a few. Do I have to pick just one? No, you can have more than one. Yeah. Let the tea flow. Well, let's see. My eldest is nine and he's a sassy little, he's learning to run his mouth. And so that's been fun. Oh, we, we, we did our first bite of the bar of soap today. Ooh. Plus I'm preparing for two big talks that I have coming up. So, and I hate public speaking. Ooh. I hate him. And I get to do it twice in close succession. Not excited about that. It's so weird to me that both of you who seem much more extroverted than me in regular life hate public speaking, and I'm like, I'll do that shit right now. But then later, I don't want anyone to talk to me one-on-one. Leave me alone. See? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's my vibe. I'm like, I I always tell myself that I want to do public speaking, but then given the opportunity, I sweat perfume. It's like my body rejects it. Like my oh. mind's like, yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. My body's like, <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> the fuck you will. Like, absolutely not. The antibodies um, are like, I recognize this virus. Get rid of that shit. Basically. <laughs> have you guys ever, quick random question. Have you guys ever thought about a live show? I don't know how it would work because- 
Yeah, we're so far apart. I don't live by them. Oh, shit, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you just meet in Texas, it's fine. Like, yeah. Can, like, <laughs> Texas bars us forever. <laughs> we'll have to be in one of those bars with, like, the, 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 the grates. So when they throw the bottles at us, we don't yep. get hit. Yeah. Well, I'm not welcome in the South. And also, <laughs> if I get too close to a church, I don't know what would happen. <laughs> she might burst into flames. So. Fair. Fair. Totally fair. But, you know, I don't know. I I don't I honestly don't mind being in front of a bunch of people and talking. It's when I am expected to then have a conversation with those people like about whatever the debrief that I'm like, yeah. yeah, I can't fucking do this. I don't know who you are, what you're going to ask me, but go away. <laughs> I yeah. have nothing left of my social ability to give you. <laughs> COVID killed it all. I know. Literally. <laughs> yeah. I've pretty oh, much shit. forgotten how to people, so. Yeah, my people oh, skills are rusty. <laughs> <laughs> Air quotes. <laughs> oh, I feel that to the core. So before we close for the night, I want to read a review from a very satisfied patron, CFAT. And they say, exploring amazing topics. I consider myself a bit of a nerd, and this podcast is such a delight. Mythology and cryptozoology are fascinating topics. I pride myself on knowing a lot of obscure things, but this podcast always keeps me on my toes. I'm looking at you, Australian bunyips. Most importantly, Ashley, Emily, and Lindsay have amazing chemistry. Their joy and exuberance make the podcast so much fun to listen to. I highly recommend you try it. Thank you so much, CFAT. This was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lovely review. That was a really good review. That one even mentioned all three of us by name. That's magical. It did. Uh, and I hope everyone will join me in thanking Alex for being our guest chef today. And could you please let all of our guests know where they can find you and the show if they're interested in hearing more from Weird Distractions? Yeah. So thank you so much for A, having me, B, being so flexible in scheduling, C, just being amazing supporting friends. Because <laughs> honestly, you guys boost us up so much online and I really, really appreciate it. Um, if you like hearing my voice, which would be weird, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> if you like hearing my voice and you want to hear me and my co-host, Christy, talk about true crime, conspiracy theories, paranormal, folklore, the whole, this, that, and the other. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and there's probably more. We're also on Patreon, Buy Me a Coffee, all that fun stuff. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Not to sound bad and bougie, but if you just want to Google Weird Distractions Podcast, we might come up. Click that. See you there. <laughs> New episodes every Sunday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, I think it's about time to close up the restaurant for the night, but we do have a quick announcement. So the restaurant will be going undergoing some renovations for the month of August. So we will be showcasing some little bit different content throughout the month of August. You'll get to hear some crossover content from some of our other shows as well as content from some of our other friends who have had one of us three lovely ladies on their show and we will be back in September with more fresh delicious content um, coming from fittingly enough the lovely country of Norway 
Norway. Stop it. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. Ah! You are nice. the perfect segue. You are the perfect segu into uh, into Norway. I don't know how to say thank you in Norwegian, but what I do know how to say is jegeskaldeg, which means I love you. Aww. 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 You right back at you. <laughs> You're such a dork. I, I know. <laughs> I know. I can't help it. You're the cutest goober in the whole world, and I love you. I try. <laughs> well, on that note, thank you again for visiting our beautiful pizzeria and enjoying a slice of something creepy and meaty from Norway that uh, will we'll pinch you if you don't eat it first. <laughs> So uh, yeah. <laughs> it's finger food. I knew you were going to get there at some point. I knew you were going to get there at some point. So thank you. Little appetite. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it so much. <sighs> Pineapple pizza podcast. Sweet and cheesy. Not everyone understands our awesomeness, but we're glad that you do. Question mark. If you're enjoying the show and you'd like to help support us, Check out our Tee Public shop for some amazingly fun and funny merch. Or if you want to do a one-time donation, you can do that on buymeacoffee.com and buy us a fresh slice. Because we can never get enough of basically anything, if we're being honest. If you absolutely love the show and you want to check out some fantastic bonus content, you can become a donor on Patreon and earn all kinds of amazing benefits. We have three tiers to accommodate almost any budget. The $3 Mythbuster, $7 Cryptid Hunter, and $15 Storyteller. Become a patron today and start enjoying all the perks and extra content right away. Don't forget, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at PineAppPizzaPod. That's PineAppAppPizzaPod. You can also send us questions, comments, and topic ideas at PineAppPizzaPod. APP pizza pod at gmail.com. Remember, there's the two P's in app. Otherwise, you're emailing someone else, and I don't want to be held responsible for that. Thanks for stopping in for some deliciously weird morsels. And just remember, no matter how you slice it, you're awesome. And we love you. 